Hi, this is Bima Shavery, and I am here with your daily dose of energy slash astrological overview for June. I am actually recording this on the 31st of May because I am feeling a bit restless. (laughs) I um, felt an inkling to record because there's so much that I'm needing to say to you guys, especially for the things that are going on astrologically and trying to put them in a a practical sense and give them to you in a way where you will understand and be able to process without feeling so overwhelmed. We are literally five days away from a lunar eclipse, which will be in the sign of Sagittarius, which is a full moon. Now, before I get into all of that, you guys are or should be aware of what a lunar eclipse is, but I will get into that briefly to give you a little bit of understanding of what it is we are looking at. The intensity of the placements of things that are going on astrologically, as well as the um, things that are going on in a internal sense in our worlds personally, as well as on a global level are all contributing to everything that is going on that is unseen. We are trying to find balance and we are operating out of a place of built up anger and built up confusion and as you know from my episode earlier um that anger and that frustration absolutely is fiery it's a lot it's a lot and you have to allow yourself to be in a space where you are able to wheel yourself in to obtain control of your own personal boundaries. We are in a very interesting place right now. And it's not that this has never happened before. For some of us, it hasn't happened within this lifetime, but it has happened before. And unfortunately for those like myself, who are closer or mid to late thirties, you've seen uproars. We've experienced um, racism and um, fight against social injustice. And this has been our life for a very long time. Although for a very long time, it has gone under the radar. I was reviewing my blog and looking over my uh, website and all the way back in 2013, I'd been writing about inequities and, and inequality. And I'd been writing about racism and I'd been writing about it from um, different things that were happening with clothing companies, uh, artists to um, sports agents, you know, um, sports owners, you know, just a lot of different things. And it just it reminds me how easily we forget how easily we forget when the time passes that we've been here before. We've seen this before and you may not have been paying attention, but it's always been there. And so with knowing that there is a, there is a place of wisdom that we must tap into because if we don't, we're not going to contribute to the cause in any way evolving. And I know there are certain groups of people who really don't care. They are just angry and upset and they just want to react. And that's fine. I um, believe we've all been in those moments before. 
And some of us are still battling with our, our selves in that way. But you also have to be willing to understand that you have to be willing to take what comes with that type of energy. What you're putting out, you're getting back tenfold, regardless to if it's warranted or not. You're still in a very fertile time where seeds are harvesting much faster than they had before. Because again, we're in a place where things are changing. We're entering into this new phase of life where the ground is being turned upside down so that we can get to the root causes, which is why we're seeing a lot of the dismantlement on patriarchy, which I've been speaking about since this year kicked off. We're going to see that we're not even out of the pandemic. And trust me, trust me. I understand that people are ready to get back into their lives, but we're not there yet. The life you think you're ready to get back to doesn't exist anymore. And that is something that we are having a very difficult time understanding. It's never going to be like it was before 2020 began because the things that are occurring now are implementing a change that you cannot go back from. So in the midst of all the chaos, in the midst of all the turmoil, in the midst of all of the destruction, there are also some very important things happening. There are very, very necessary things that are happening. And as I've spoken about so many times, there will always be casualties. And it doesn't always mean death in a physical sense. Casualties can be a death in the way that you think a death in the way that you operate, a death in the way that you have allowed yourself to live and be for most of your life, you are entering into a place where that will no longer be your truth. And it won't be who you can allow yourself to remain as you move forward. Now, we are about to enter not just eclipse season, but we're also entering into retrograde season. When Mercury goes retrograde, which we already have several planets that are retrograde right now. And that's another thing. We are experiencing Saturn, Pluto, Venus, all retrograde. We will soon have Neptune, which is about illusion. It is all about exposing the hidden retrograde. Mercury will be retrograding. And... This is in the midst of summer. Now, mind you, literally, on the 19th of June, it will mark a year since one of my very best friends passed away. The first day of summer, the day of the solar eclipse, (laughs) in Cancer, the first day of Cancer season, first day of summer. It ignited a new phase of my life. Watching life fade from a person and watching them take their last breaths does something to your soul. It does something to you. And I've seen death. I have lost a few things in my life. I've buried my father at 20. I have seen death. I have seen what it looks like 
for a person to transcend. And in that moment, there's a calm because you understand the in-between. It hurts. It is painful. In a physical sense, you feel a very, very, very big loss. A year has passed. How has that changed me? How has that impacted me? Has my relationship to this person gone away? No. I still feel that connection every day. I still apply those things that we shared every day. So life looks different, but the seeds that are left behind have harvested in beautiful ways in the midst of all the chaos that is still happening today. So I want you guys to understand that the resolve that you are looking for may not come overnight. As a matter of fact, it won't come overnight. This is a time to get your life in order, your life, your life. Because if you don't do what you can do to fix your chaos within your own rims of your own grass, there is nothing you can do to contribute to fixing chaos in the world. And all of the energy that you are exerting that is causing you to not see what it is within your reach that's needing to be done is going to hurt you further in the long run. This is an opportunity for us to look at what we want, what it is that we need, what is it that we truly are desiring, what is it that we are hoping to achieve in our lives. We are halfway through 2020 and it has not been easy. It started off with a lunar eclipse in Cancer. And yet here we are again. No, we had a solar eclipse in Cancer. And here we are again with the lunar eclipse. Or was it a lunar eclipse? I think it was a lunar eclipse, January 10th. Yeah, it was a lunar eclipse. On top of us having another lunar eclipse, this one is going to be in Sagittarius, but then we'll have a new moon in Cancer. And then the very next day, Mercury is going retrograde in Cancer. In the midst of Cancer season beginning. To say that we are about to be challenged even more so than now is an understatement. I can't even sugarcoat it for you. I can't even pretend that there's any other way to say it to you because it's not. You're going to feel it. You're going to see shifts in ways that you had not seen before. You're going to experience purging like you had not before. 
And it doesn't mean it's bad. It just means it's going to be felt heavy. And so how do you prepare? Some of you are already feeling it now. I know I am. When Mercury went into cancer last Thursday, that same day, I felt an emotional burst within me. Literally, I felt it. I cried. I got upset at at my, (laughs) I got upset at my life partner. And I was so grateful for his response because it showed me the change I had been needing. The compassion that I felt wasn't there. The the understanding how to disconnect from the logical to tap to the emotional and express that. I felt it wasn't connected, but finally I saw that. And I think that is what triggers so much to happen in these times. Yes, the world is fucking chaotic right now. And I can't even pretend that that doesn't make me sick as well. But what I can tell you is what helps me to navigate in a way that protects me from losing my shit completely is pulling myself in, disconnecting from the noise and allowing myself to feel what I feel and release that of which I'm holding for others. And that is where you're needing to be because there are new chapters starting in your life that you can't even tend to because you aren't in a position to pay attention to it because you're distracted by the noise. And even if the noise is important, you can't do anything to, to help it right now because you aren't in a position to hold anything else. So the frustration, the anger, the agitation, all of those emotions are normal emotions. You should absolutely feel them, but where are you channeling them to? What, what is it coming out as? I literally distracted. I was literally distracted by the energy of the people. I literally had to come in my home. I had to turn off. I don't watch the news. I don't watch the news. But I absolutely had to put myself in a position where I was able to no longer look at the social media. I wasn't responding to anyone's questions. I was not answering any anything, anything that popped up on my uh, Google that was anywhere near the search of anything that's happening in the moment. I removed it from my feed. I don't want to see it because if I see it, I'm going to feel it and I'm going to embody it and then I'm going to be in an uproar. So I have to disconnect. It doesn't make you complicit and it doesn't make you oblivious because the work that you can do, you do it. Do the work you can do. I've done everything I can do. I've already signed the petitions. I've already made the calls. I've already sent emails. I've already reached out. I've already donated. I've already done what I can do to contribute to the resolve we desire. And it doesn't stop there. But for now, I have to tend to me. I have to tend to my health, my overall health, my mental, emotional, spiritual health, because if not, it will show in my physical. And I can't afford that because I have a life that I'm also navigating through as well. I'm still processing my own life. I'm still processing the things my family is dealing with. I'm still processing life as I know it. So even though you want to save the world, 
It is very important that you do not get distracted from what is the most important and it's your world, you. Because if you are not together and you are not okay and you are not in a place of health, you can't help anyone else. It's almost like being on an airplane and on the airplane when the pilot says that the plane is beginning to fall or crash or lose its ability to be afloat, you are to put your mask on first and then help the person next to you. You put your oxygen on, which means saving you first, making sure you're okay first so that if you put your mask on, you can see that this person next to you has theirs on and you can help them and you can help save potentially their life as well. That is where we are. We're in a plane that is hitting so much turbulence right now. And we're having to make sure that we are in a position to be planted so that if the inevitable happens, whatever that may be, we're in a position to where we can at least at minimal prepare for a little bit of that impact and then extend our help to those that are next to us. That is what we're supposed to do. But so many people are neglecting themselves. Neglecting themselves in a way that's helping them to escape from the reality at hand, which is the issues are bigger than you. But what it is you can do is figure out how what you're doing in your personal life can contribute and attribute to the betterment of the overall outcome. That's where we are, okay? And I know it's not easy. Trust me, guys. If y'all listened to the episode yesterday, which a lot of you did, you're very aware that the pressure gets the best of each of us. None of us are immune to what that feels like, what it is, what it looks like, and how it comes out. So it's very important that we take the opportunity when we see it arising to tackle it head on. So many times we get so caught up in what it is that's happening now that we don't understand the bigger picture. And it's important to understand the bigger picture because understanding the bigger picture does not negate the facts, but it helps you to navigate them better. This is why emotional intelligence is so important. This is why being self-aware is so important. This is why knowing what is in your ability is so important. That is why utilizing the intellect and the wisdom and the uh, access that you have is so important. There are so many people who are acting out of Rage, But then there are also some people who are just wanting to be seen. They're just needing attention because the actions that they're taking have absolutely nothing to do with the cause at hand. There's a difference between protesters 
we have in Dallas, our police, our local legislative, our city councilmen helped organize peaceful protest. Helped make sure that the protesters were safe. They had over 500. And then that turned into small groups choosing to do something else that they wanted to do. Vandalizing. That is a crime. Arson. That's a crime. And it's no longer about what we're fighting for. That has nothing to do with civil rights. You're not utilizing the access in the states that you're in to get the results that you want. If you really care about change, then the foundation is what you would be attacking, not the external. That's the part that people have to understand. You're distorting the purpose and therefore people are not going to pay attention to what the cause is. That's not telling you not to protest. It's saying, okay, do you want to protest so that you could be viral and it could be a scene? Are you really trying to protest because you think that you're able to make a change? If you are doing the latter, okay. But if you are not, what are you doing it for? People always say things about voting. Voting doesn't help. That's because you only vote for the president. Not even understanding how hierarchy works. You're not, you don't even understand what elector votes are. But you do have the power on your local legislative to make a vote count. You don't even use that. You don't even know who your local city councilmen are. You don't know any of that. The inability to see what is within your power to change and what is within your power to be used, you don't see it. And that is where we are entering into this place where this is only only going to intensify the energy, the space, the um ulterior motives of the people, the way that the government is handling things, all of this is going to continue to happen in the midst of a pandemic. It's not going to stop. So it's important to take this moment, just step back. Don't allow yourself to be at the end of June in a space where you can't get yourself out of because you're not taking heed. And nor are you trying to apply what is able to be applied for your betterment. Don't do that to yourself. Don't do that to your families. Don't do that because you can't do that in the name of any cause and feel like you're making a difference. So with that being said, I don't want to continue to go on and on about that because I'm pretty sure I will have to speak about it again. But at this point, I really feel like I've spoke about it enough. I've been speaking about it for years. I just did an episode two weeks ago about it. I literally just did an episode today about it. So I've posted about it. But on the in the real, I've done what I'm supposed to do as far as action. I'm all about action. I'm all about what do I need to do to make sure the stuff gets done, which means who do I need to contact? Who needs to hear from me? How do I reach the people that are really, really connected so that to the cause so that I can make sure that I add to the resolve of it? 
That's what you do. It's not enough to post a meme. It's not enough to complain about it. It's not enough to videotape. It's not enough. Pressure. Not just chaos, but pressure. Strategic pressure. We're entering into this time and I want to get into the astrology now. And I want to let you know right now that it is going to be a very interesting time of our lives. And if you are able, write these dates down um, just so that you can keep an eye on what you may be feeling or what may be coming up. That that I think that that's very important um, with trying to analyze and um, keep track of your emotions during this time. The fatigue that you may feel is going to be very intense because we have so many things occurring. In June, the biggest astrological events are two eclipses, summer solstice, the rebirth of Venus, which is Venus reemerging after it's gone retrograde, Mercury retrograde, and then we have Mars, which is the planet of action, intensity, fire, moving into its home sign of Aries. A lot of abruption, a lot of erosion, a lot of impact that is going to be extremely intense and tug of war, okay? On June 3rd is when we will have the rebirth of Venus. And Venus went retrograde back on May 12th. And it slowly disappeared from the night sky. Now, if you have the sky uh, app or you have any type of solar system app, or if you just know how to pinpoint where the different planets are, you would have, you will be able to see Venus on a normal day when it's not in retrograde and it's just positioned. You can find out where it's positioned and utilize either the apps or your telescope to see it. Okay. So on June 3rd, she, which is Venus, it's, you know, sensuality. It's a very feminine, intense energy, heightened senses. You all know all about Venus. I did explain that to you um, at the beginning of the month. But on June 3rd, Venus is going to be aligning with the sun and it'll be reappearing as what's considered a morning star. Okay, so the transition from Venus from a bright evening star to a morning star is considered what is what we're calling the rebirth of Venus. And it's a very significant point on the Venus retrograde cycle. Okay, because Venus retrograde is a time of healing, heart healing, emotions. It's a time where you're drawn inward to clear through the blocks and barriers that may have prevented you previously from accessing the love that you are, that you deserve, that you desire. Okay, so we're in this space where everything intimate wise, everything aesthetic wise has been under review. And with it becoming closer to the sun, it's bringing everything that we know to light. It signifies a time where any type of healing that has been initiated or inspired by Venus is completed and it's making its way to a rebirth. So it could be a relationship that you have began the process of recovering for, or it can be where you have been put in a position to really um, 
get yourself in a, a space where you are able to see what faults may have contributed to the demise of whatever it is that you wanted repairing relationships, reconnecting the relationship with self, understanding why you love the way you do, how you love the way you do, where the connection is and what connections you are needing to let go of. If you felt strong things around love and forgiveness, self-acceptance, maybe communication or relationship issues that have come up that you've been looking for guidance for, pay very close attention to um, the closures are the signs and the information that you get around this time, because a lot of it will be coming up for you to analyze and solidify whatever decisions you're needing to make. Record your dreams, go within, use your heart energy as a place of clarity. Um, because it's going to give you a confidence in trusting it because now you're able to trust the truth of what it is. Okay. Um, the rebirth of Venus is also a power day. It's considered a day that is very, very, very significant in setting intentions regarding your love life, regarding anything you're passionate about and you care about. That's very, very, very important. So that is on June the 3rd. Now, June 5th, we have the Sagittarius full moon lunar eclipse. A few different things going on here. The last time we had a lunar eclipse in Sagittarius was back in 2013. So this signifies the start of a new eclipse cycle. Eclipses have been in the water signs or Cancer Capricorn for the last year or so. So this is creating a new cycle for eclipses. Now, the Sagittarius lunar eclipse is a very, very potent and strong one, and it is going to be guiding you further into the shedding and removing of the layers that have held you back and made you feel like you were inadequate. So in any areas of your life where you felt like you were small, you felt like you weren't good enough, you felt like you were in a space where you were being held back, this is where those layers are going to be removed and revealed, helping you to move beyond that. It's going to force you to align yourself in a way that helps you to step into your power, removing the obstacles that you have faced or placed on yourself allowing you to understand an inner knowing that you are more powerful than you giving yourself credit for. And so during this particular um, Sagittarius full moon lunar eclipse, we're also going to have Mars in, it's going to be very active, which means because it's a very fiery energy, it is very, uh, it likes to be in Sagittarius. It likes, it's an Aries energy. It is very, very, very much so about action. And it is going to be very active during this eclipse, which means that the emotions that are brought up to surface are going to be potentially heated. They're going to be intense. There's going to be some unresolved anger that is going to be floating to the surface, which we can already see that in the things that are happening in our lives now, everything that is already going on around us now makes that evident, right? We can see the things that have brewed to the top, but there's more that are going to be coming up and not just on a global sense, also within your own personal lives. Okay. So it's important that you allow yourself to feel every part of it 
Moving through the motions is what brings the breakthrough, especially as we are approaching the next eclipse because we're gonna have Sagittarius full moon lunar eclipse and then we're gonna have another eclipse in the same month. So two weeks apart, we're going to have eclipses. So it is going to be very intense. We do have the full moon lunar eclipse, which is the full moon is all about bringing out what is hidden. What is in the dark? What is beneath the surface? Everything has been exposed. The full everything, the full picture, the full truth, the full experience is what is being brought to the surface. And so you have this in this Sagittarian energy on top of it being a lunar eclipse, which intensifies what comes out. And then you're going to have another one that is falling on the new moon, which is also a soul. It's going to be a solar eclipse. Okay. But before we get to that, that's June 5th. So between June 5th and June 17th, when Mercury goes into Cancer, well, Mercury is going to retrograde in Cancer. Mercury has already gone into Cancer as of last Thursday. So when Mercury goes retrograde, we know that Mercury is the planet that rules all things communication. And Cancer is the sign that is all about emotions and intuition and um, knowing, the inner knowing and spirituality. It's about nurturing the home, nurturing family, love, and it's about stability in the matters of the heart. Even though it is a water sign, it's all about emotions, it's all that. It's also a very cardinal sign. So you have Sagittarius, which is a fixed type of energy. And then you have it going, Mercury being retrograde in Cancer, which is a cardinal energy. Cardinal means it takes the lead. It's going after what it knows. It is going to set the path and go on that path, whether you like it or not. And that is going to inflict the emotions and the moments of being aware of what it is that you may be feeling during that time. So Mercury is going to be retrograding into Cancer on June 17th. And that this will mark the second Mercury retrograde of the year in the watery sign of Cancer. So this is the second Mercury, Mercury retrograde, but it is the second one in a water sign. Cancer is the cardinal of the water sign. The first Mercury retrograde went retrograde in February and it was in Pisces. We did have last year a Mercury retrograding in Cancer, which I believe was the first one last year. I have episodes um, that you could definitely follow from last year as well. But to get a, a glimpse of what kind of occurs during that duration of time, and it may apply to you now, I don't know. But during this particular retrograde, this is going to focus a lot on self-love and self-talk and how you have been treating yourself, which I have been speaking about taking time away from everything that's going on external and applying what you know you need to do to help yourself during this time. How are you talking to yourself? What judgments or expectations have you placed on yourself that are weighing you down? Whose opinions have you allowed to weigh you down? Whose thoughts and perspectives and fears have you allowed to be projected onto you and you've been carrying it around? Cancer is a very, most cancers are words of affirmation and uh, quality time, physical touch type of love language. So words during this time are going to carry much more meaning, more powerful. 
So you can be easily offended, but you can also easily heal and soothe too with the right communication, with the right words, with the right energy behind the words. It could really ignite some really beautiful transformations for you, starting with you first. The more you are able to see the deeper of someone and see beneath the surface of someone, of a situation, come to it with more compassion, come to a more understanding and a deeper insight that's going to help you to awaken on an intuitive level. So be very mindful that this retrograde is going to be a very sensitive retrograde, but you can always use it to your advantage by choosing words and thoughts that feel good. What makes you feel good during this intensity? What makes you want to be a part of things that make you glow, that make you feel like you're protected and safe and in a very solid place? That's what you're needing to focus on. So anything that's causing you unrest, and instability you're going to be in this cancerian energy and it's going to make you massively uncomfortable because we dig deep cancers are dig dig deep we love the deepness of anything because it's where we're safe because we can see clearly that way when we're on the surface and things are moving all chaotic and stuff is all over you know and people are saying the most hateful things this is a very intense time for the most sensitive of us because we feel everything. Not only do we feel the energy, but we, the words that you say penetrate in emotions. And that is intense. So that is going to be June 17th. Remember, Mercury retrograde does not end. It, I mean, it literally lasts four weeks and you have a shadow period. So we've been in this time frame for about two weeks already, the pre-shadow. And then we have post-shadow, which is two weeks after, up until two weeks after the retrograde goes back direct. So be very mindful that we're going to be under this type of energy from at least now until um, July the 20th or something like it doesn't end until July 12th, which is my mom's birthday, but it definitely is going to be felt as things start to shift throughout the duration and after then on June 20th and 21st, we will begin summer solstice. Okay, and it will be marking the start of cancer season. However, there will also be on the same day a new moon solar eclipse in cancer. So let me drink something. So, you know, everything I've already told you. Okay, I've already told you about cancerans so we're going in we're in mercury retrograding already at this point because mercury will go retrograde in cancer june 17th and then summer begins june 20th and then the very next day we have a new moon solar eclipse all of this happening at the start of cancer season. Solar eclipses. This will be the think back to when we had the lunar eclipse, solar eclipse, January. What were you feeling? What was going on? Um, what was brought to the table? That was a full moon solar eclipse as well. Okay, so 
we have that happening even more intense because there's still other things happening in the solar world. But this is bringing a powerful change and it is the one of the most significant ones of the year because it falls so close to the solstice. This solar eclipse is going to bring a rebirth that is going to open a whole new type of dimension, a whole new area of your life, a whole new way of seeing things, a whole new way of embracing things. Trust me, this is the dawn of an awakening and this eclipse is going to kickstart that energy. So brace yourself. This this type of energy is very new world, new beginning, um, newness, fresh beginning for real. Starting over for real. Operating out of a sense of truth for real. Stepping into the newness of who and what you are for real. You're going to feel that. It's very likely that the seeds that are planted are going to help push that new start and a new beginning in any area of the life that you are working on at that time. So this is definitely, definitely, definitely close to the eclipses that we had, the eclipse we had January 10th. So look back to January 10th and see what was it that you, that what has been brought up during the time from January 10th to now. That is going to be, this is the second part of that. Whether it's the new beginning of it or the closing off of that to start something new. Then, June 22nd, we'll have Neptune. Neptune will go in retrograde. It will go retrograde in Pisces. More watery energy. And if you know anything about Pisces, you know that Pisceans are very very mutable, meaning they adapt very, very easily. They adapt to the emotions around them. They adapt to the scenery around them. They adapt to the um, experiences around them. They adapt. They are not cardinal, nor are they fixed. They maneuver as needed. They're very intuitive, right? They're the fish. Very intuitive, very emotional, very sensitive, to everything around them. And this is going to signify how things are moving in your life. You have Neptune, which is the planet of spirituality, escapism, creativity, illusion, secrets, darkness. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, a very mystique energy. That is what Neptune represents. So Neptune going retrograde in Pisces is going to definitely guide you on this journey that's going to allow you to dig deep within yourself and your soul and your spiritual world. And it's going to allow you to access parts of yourself that you didn't know were there or that you had discarded. And that's necessary. Very, very, very necessary for where it is that you're going. Now, even though this retrograde is a very subtle, subtle energy, it's not something that you're going to just burst into and feel it intensely. It is something you're going to flow into because like the Pisces, it flows, it adapts. So it's going to adapt to the energy that we're in and it's going to initiate whatever it is that it needs to initiate in the midst of what we're in. So it's going to blend. 
So it could be adding on to what it is you feel already. It could be adding on to the issues that are already at hand. It could be adding on to the circumstances that we're facing and seeing on a global level, but it will force you into a grounded space of spirituality, knowledge of self, and an understanding that's deeper on a subconscious level. Okay. Then June 24th, 25th, we have Venus going direct in Gemini. It is retrograde in Gemini right now. It's going to go out of retrograde, but understand it still has a post shadow period. So it's still going to be going slowly as it picks back up the speed in which it was in and the strength of it that it was prior to it going in retrograde. This is a time where you're going to reach a greater clarity and understanding of whatever it is that has been revealed in our relationships, in your heart, in your love life during this time. Okay, so it's very, very, very important that you pay attention to that. Be gentle with yourself. Allow yourself to navigate as needed. Don't rush anything. Allow what unfolds to unfold. Embrace it. Feel it. Maneuver through accordingly. On June 27th, we're going to have Mars entering into Aries. Mars changes signs roughly um, every two months, but moving into Aries is significant as this is where it's going to stay for the rest of the year. So the energy that we're feeling in the spirit of what we will be feeling during this time will be holding it throughout the remaining of 2020. This is a very long stay for Mars because it will also be in retrograde in September, which is why it's going to be in Uh, Aries for so long if it was not going to be in retrograde this year then you would have Mars until um, you will have Mars June 27th until September and then it'll switch signs but it's not switching signs because it's going retrograde so it's going to start off direct in Aries and then in September it's going to go retrograde and then once the retrograde is over it'll go back direct in Aries and end out the year that way okay Mars is, this signifies that Mars has a lot of work to do in this area of astrology. It has a lot of work to do. Mars is very strong. Mars is a warrior. Mars is very intense. Mars is about action. So tuning into this energy is going to be very necessary as you're moving throughout the rest of the year, because there's so many things that are going to be unfolding. So many things that are are revealing themselves. So many things that are coming up to surface. And there is going to require a certain part of you that is going to need a balance of emotion and logistics as well as action. Structured, strategic, passionate, fiery action. With everything that you know, everything that you're aware of, using it in a space that helps you to navigate from the inside out to inflict the changes and order that you're needing. Now, during this month of June, you're also going to use this this type of energy to think about ambitions, your goals. What are you motivated to do? What is it that you want to get done? You may also feel like there's a rush of new energy that's coming into you. So you may feel very optimistic during this time and want to just go after whatever it is you need to go after. And so you want to make sure that you use that type of energy in a way that's beneficial and not one that is counterproductive. Okay, June 29th. We have Jupiter that is already retrograde aligning with Pluto that is also retrograde. 
Now, the Jupiter-Pluto alignment is the big thing about 2020 because we had this happen first, April 2020, right? It aligned direct uh, retrograde or direct in April. And now we have the second alignment, the second part of it, okay? This is typically synonymous with the news and uh, global financial markets. So we will see a lot of things regarding stocks, a lot of things about uh, financial assistance, financial distress, just a lot of things that are dealing with our lives on a big global level in the financial areas of our life, how we look at money, our relationship with money, our lack of consistency with money, um, how we use the money that we have and how to get deeper money. You could have Jupiter is the planet of expansion. So it could be very well. So even though it is retrograde, it could be very well uh, tapping into place where you lose money if you're not careful or you gain money by certain parts of your um parts that you're playing in how you are strategically approaching the money in your life and a new relationship with money could be established because Pluto is all about rebirth and it's all about death and transformation so it could be transforming a lot of things in the financial um realm on a global level now on a personal level um again you're going to be drawn to look at your own financial situation dive deeper into the energy of how you can contribute to more stability in that area or how you can use what you already have built up to create more of what it is that you have uh, saved you have to allow yourself to feel that type of abundance to tap into it and know that it's so much more than just material wealth abundance in health abundance in your mental emotional spiritual wealth all of those things are absolutely necessary and a part of what abundance is. It brings you the opportunity that sparks new ideas. It's going to help you see that money is not everything. It is necessary, but how you use it is more important and the access to it is what's important as well. So tuning into this type of abundance is going to help you focus in a different way with a different perspective and provide you some healing and therapeutic um remedies to the distress you may have been feeling in that area of your life. So June has been and will be um, a very busy month that is going to bring a lot of breakthroughs, awakenings, realizations. It's going to have continued retrograde um, energy. Things are going to be moving slowly, giving you time to process and digest and really dig into the truth of every aspect of it. And even with the eclipses, it's going to be able to give you the capabilities to take any twists and turns at a very steady pace. You're not going to feel pushed. You're not going to feel rushed. It's just going to be a lot going on, but it's still going to be at a pace that you're able to maintain and stay afloat if you follow the routines that you are creating during this time. Once we reach the end of the month, we'll have more one more eclipse that we're needing to prepare for. But hopefully during that time, you'll be at a space that you'll be feeling much more hopeful and optimistic about what is to come. You'll be preparing for the next eclipse that'll be occurring in July. And in July uh, overview for astrological month, I will go into what it is you need and how you need to operate during that time. Okay. So again, the dates are June 3rd, the rebirth of Venus, June 5th, Sagittarius full moon lunar eclipse, June 17th, we have Mercury retrograding in Cancer, June 20th slash 21st, Cancer season begins, we have the, the summer solstice, and we also have Cancer solar eclipse. 
Okay. Then we have June 22nd, the Neptune retrograde in Pisces and June 24th, 25th, Venus is going to go direct in Gemini. Then on June 27th, we have Mars, the plan of action and intensity is going to be entering into Aries for the remaining of the year as it goes into retrograde in September, but then going right back direct after retrograde is over in Aries. And then we will have Jupiter joining and aligning with Pluto. Both of those plan those planets are currently in retrograde and will be in retrograde when they connect on the 29th of June. So we do have a very busy month. We do have um, a lot of opportunity for growth and a lot of opportunity for changes, a lot of opportunity in how we view our relationships, our finances, and what we want them to look like going forward. So we're going to have a lot of different things occurring, a lot of changes occurring, but the beauty in it is it is going to assist us in how we navigate going forward, okay? So this has been your Daily Dose of Energy slash June Astrological Overview. I really hope you guys take this information and use it to your betterment. Know that it is not... Um, anything that's occurring as above is also happening below, which is internal and external. So take a breath, step back, allow yourself to feel what you're feeling, address what you need to address, focus on the parts of your life that you need to focus on so that you are able to navigate according to where you are in your life. Okay. I believe in each and every one of you, and I know that you'll be great. I hope that you are in a healthy space. And if not, you are on a path to getting into a more healthy space. Okay. So I love you guys. And I will definitely be speaking with you guys. Um, daily dose of energy tomorrow. I will give you guys another, I will on the full moon, we will be doing an episode as well. And that's on the fifth. So I'll make sure to record it and have one, um, for you then. And I will be sending out the newsletters as well. Be gentle with yourself and be gentle with others. Be more understanding and compassionate and know that everything is happening the way it needs to happen, even in the midst of the chaos. Do your part, accept the part you play and continue to push forward. I love you guys. I love your freaking souls until tomorrow. Bye.